Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my ghoul friend Jessica. Hey! And today is a very special episode. We are very belated. (laughs) Celebrating our past milestone of 1 million downloads with an updated q and I'm very excited. Jessica, are you ready? Are you excited? I am so excited for this. <laughs> Mainly because there's a lot of questions asked and I'm really excited. Tara like had looked at them and then she was like, don't look. I want them to be a surprise for you. So <laughs> there are questions. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> Yes. Oh, my goodness. But before we get started, of course, if you would like to hang out with us on social media, we're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at Three Spooked Girls. And if you would like to be in our amazing Facebook group, that is Three Spooked Girls Official. We have all kinds of fun stuff going on. We have book club. We have sometimes Wine Wednesdays, Facebook watch parties accidentally went away. So that was a little hitch in that. But Kelly's coming up with some cool stuff, all kinds of fun stuff over there. So you can hang out with us there. And if you would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls. And we have all sorts of bonus content available for you there. Starting at our $1 tier, you get one bonus episode a month. After that, two and up gets Jessica Slaughter's movie reviews and plot lines, which is three bonus episodes for you together. And then five and up starts video content and there's all kinds of great stuff and our patron selects that you might see on the feed that is a ten dollar perk so definitely check it out oh follow us on tiktok just because spooky aunt jesse and i'm spooky underscore sleuth go follow us Uh, anyways, yes, we're over there on the TikTok. But we are going to just dive into these questions. If this is the very first episode you're listening to of us, probably go check out. This is this doesn't happen very often. We've only mm-hmm. done like a Q&A a couple times and we spread them out. So if you want to know about us, check it out. If not, check out a case. <laughs> I think we've only done like one Q&A on the main feed. And I think we've done like an, one other one on like our Patreon feed. Something so, like that. Yeah, yeah. We don't do Q&As that often. Mm-mm. We did it at first because it was like, hey, you should probably know who we, <laughs> who we are and what we do. But I'm excited about I'm excited about this one. Yeah, I'm just I'm like, what did they think up to ask? Right. Okay. All right. So our first question comes from Caitlin. And Caitlin's actually one of our OG spooksters. Mm -hmm. Like she's one of the very first few people who listened to us back in 2019. So I'll ask. 2018. Just answer first. Or 28. No. 2019. 
No, we started in 2018. You know how I know? Because we were doing the podcast when I got married. <gasps> You're right. Oh, my God. I can't. Y'all, I fucking She's been around for days. It's fine. We've been here. I mean it. Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm Anyway, okay. <laughs> so Jess is going to answer first, and then I'll answer after. Thoughts on reality TV? Do y'all watch it? What's your favorite, past or present? I don't watch reality TV anymore. I used to watch it. Here's the thing. My husband gets really caught up in the drama of it, and then it's obsession. So, <laughs> and then I get obsessed, so then I can't. Tara and I used to watch Jersey Shore together back in the day. Yeah, And watch that just <laughs> unfold train wreckily and loved every second of it. But I've never been like a bachelor or bachelorette person. Mm-hmm. I When I worked at my last job, all of the ladies watched it. To, like they all watched it and I didn't. So I would just Google like what happened so that I could be part of it. Because it'd be like five women, the six of us sitting around and they all are talking about The Bachelor. And I'm like, who the fuck is that dude? Why do I? I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't mind reality TV. I think some of it is super like The Hills was a show that I watched a lot in the past. But then when I found out it was mostly scripted, I was like, oh, that's sad. I think that was like everybody in our age group. When they had that finale, we were all like, what the fuck? Because like reality TV was rather new then. So I don't think that crossed our minds that that could be a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so scripted. So we were betrayed. It actually made way more sense yeah. once I realized it was scripted. Because like some of the things I was like, how are they just getting these moments? Like they're just like so perfectly shot and things like that. And like other reality, like. For instance, like the Jersey Shore, there's people in the way. There's like, but like with the hills, it was always like so perfectly mic. Mm-hmm. This is true. It also started my obsession with Pinkberry, but. <laughs> Oh, what about man. you? Obviously pretty similar. I, I've never been a bachelor, bachelorette person. I think the only time I actually tried to watch it was when I visited my sister in 2019. That was really it. I got into 90 Day Fiance and that train wreck a little bit when I worked my old office job because Deja, aka our favorite cookie gal, she started talking about it and she's like, you have to fucking watch this. It is such a train wreck. You've got to watch 90 Day Fiance. So I started watching it a little bit, but then I stopped. I'm very like sporadic when I watch it and then I'll binge it and then I'll be fucking tired of it. And then I don't watch reality TV like anymore. (laughs) So that's kind of where I'm at with that. But because a lot of those shows are on, I think, like Discovery Plus, one of the one of the streaming things we have. Mm. And I was like, oh, add all these to my list because I want to watch them sometime. And it just hasn't happened. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance like intrigues me because like the concept is so weird that you you find this person on the Internet and then you have 90 days once they come here to like marry them. But like that guy, Big Ed or whatever his name is. He fascinates the hell out of me. So if I see a TikTok where he's in it, I like will watch like the series of those TikToks. Mm, yeah. Reality TikTok, I do yes. fall down. Yes. I, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. If it's on TikTok and it's a series, like it says like part something, I will watch that if it's oh, reality yes. TV. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So this next one comes from Ashley. And she said, is there a serial killer or murderer you want to become a film? If so, who and why? Hmm. Serial killer that I want to become a film. Or murderer. Or murderer. If you can't think of it. Yes. Basically any case. 
I don't know. Like, there's the, like, the Juan Corona up in Sutter, which is the guy who, like, killed all the, like, migrant workers because he didn't want to pay them. And then he killed a sheriff. Like, I think that's an interesting story that could be, like, that could be, like, adapted to an actual, like, like, thriller movie. Mm-hmm. horror thriller wow i just want to put it out there i don't think we need to be making any more ted bundy movies for like maybe 15 years did you fucking see did you fucking see they're making what one with chad michael murray as ted bundy yeah i saw that but I i'm wasn't, like, like why I didn't, I didn't know if that was like an actual like ted bundy movie or like ted bundy was in the movie like i i didn't look further into it because i saw that and i was like i'm done yeah from my understanding he's playing ted bundy i could be wrong i get that like in certain things to like move that along like if you were to do like a you know an american horror story theme line with like ted bundy i'm sorry yeah. i'm just fucking done with ted bundy right. he need th- we don't need any more movies on him we just don't right. <laughs> no i don't yet no Unless there's some sort of, like, thing that comes out, like, when they did those confessional tapes. Like, that was actually a legit thing to listen to because it was different. Mm-hmm. But fictional stuff, I'm fucking over it. Yeah. And even documentaries, like, besides besides that and the one with Liz and her daughter. Yeah. Those two, yes, those were absolutely great. But, like, I just get so tired of them being like, oh, all this mind-blowing shit's going to happen. Like, the fucking Scott Peterson thing they just did. It's all the same shit. It's all the same shit. Right. Like, that 2020 <laughs> It's a waste of my time. Literally. Oh, my God. But anyways. I think the other (laughs) one that I would want an actual one is like the girl in the box, like from our from my hometown. Mm -hmm. I think that person needs her story told because Mm -hmm. she wasn't just like, I mean, he killed other people, but like. You know, her storyline is so fascinating because, like, she had such Stockholm Syndrome. And it's just psychologically interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was so funny because somebody requested that to me on TikTok. And they're like, it's from my hometown area. And I'm like, hey, me too. I didn't didn't say that to them, but I was, like, thinking that. I'm like, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Jessica's been in the house. (laughs) Oh, God. But, yeah. Oh, man. Like... It's just so hard. I don't know of any, to be honest with you. I'm trying to think. You know what would be really cool, though? I think it's not really about, I mean, yes, it would be about the case, but it's not about the killer. I swear, Chris, from your own backyard, he needs his own fucking movie or TV show or something because, yes, all the work he fucking did. He needs a documentary. Like, someone needs to, like, sit down. Like, the up and vanish thing, but do one with him, Mm -hmm. you know, on just what all he did. I think that's fantastic. Or even like Sarah Turney needs a fucking documentary for all oh, the shit God, she's done. Oh God, Sarah Turney does need a documentary. Yes, fucking queen. So yeah, that's my answers. I know yeah. it's not exactly what you asked, but no, close I, think, <laughs> I think it's great. I think Chris needs like Chris needs like an award from the governor. Legit. Oh my God. We would not be where we are today with the Chris and Smart case Mm-mm. if there was no Chris. Exactly. So our next question comes from Brandel, and they write, I missed the OG episode, so sorry if this has been asked before. How did you guys meet as teens, and how did Three Spooked Girls get started? Love you, ladies. So Tara and I met through a mutual friend, which is just ironic, because like when I think of like the person <laughs> we met through, I just laugh really hard. No, Tara and I have been friends. Tara and I met shortly before I turned 20. And so shortly before she turned 15, I know that sounds like a weird age gap, but like she was friends with like my family friend that I basically lived with this family friend. So Tara was around all of the time. And then Tara and I just became like sisters. 
I've always felt this like weird, like when I say weird kinship, I mean like I've had other friends who are like, we're family, but not like how Tara, I feel about Tara. Like I legitimately mm-hmm. feel like when I talk about my family, I'm including Tara mm-hmm. in that because, you know, we've been friends for like so many years now. Half my life. Literally. <laughs> and I'm close with her sister, too. Like, I'm not as close as I'd like to be, but, like, you know, her sister Em and I are close. Mm-hmm. She did my hair at my wedding. That's kind of, like, a very right? intimate thing to be like, hey, I'm getting my hair done. Do you think you would want to, in addition to coming to my wedding, would you also like to curl my hair for me? No, I, I just, we've just been, it's, I don't even know. I don't even remember the moment. Like, there was, I, I just think we were hanging out. Mm-hmm. And... Boom. Tara and I yeah. became friends and she bought me. Well, like I said, I was just turning 21. Yeah, I was just turning 21. So Tara mm-hmm. had gone out and bought me like all of this stuff for my birthday. And I was like, I barely know this girl. <laughs> and she bought me like a margarita candle and like a bunch of other stuff. Like she'd gone to Bath and Body Works and bought anything that was kind of like alcohol theme. And I was like, this <laughs> is so sweet. So, yeah. Yes. Yes, we love each other. Okay. And how did the podcast? Oh, God. Okay. No, I'm fine answering this. I'm just like, (laughs) I'm a fuck face. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. So I wanted to start a podcast as early as probably like 2017 because I started listening to and that's why we drank very, very early on. And I'm like, ah, we could fucking do this shit. So it's just we had a lot going on. I had moved up from Georgia to here in Alaska. Jessica had a lot of stuff going on. And then, of course, her wedding. I I was getting married. Yeah. So I was just like, whatever, we'll figure it out, blah, blah, blah. And so then I was like, well, I'm going to her bachelorette party because obviously I was in her wedding and all that shit. And I would have went anyway. But, you know, so we went to Disneyland. We had all that. We had extra days with me, my sister and her. And did I say anything? No, because I'm a little bitch. So then I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to go to the airport and spend like we we went super early so we could like relax and hang out because we were both leaving roughly around the same time. And my bitch ass didn't either. So then the like the day after we both got home and recovered, I text her a fucking novel and she used to have an Android. So it looked like I sent her like 20,000 texts, but really it was just like one <laughs> long book. But anyways, basically, I was just like, <gasps> let me word vomit asking because my anxiety is like, oh, my God, she's going to say no. And then Jessica's like, OK, <laughs> literally, it was. <laughs> You know those like people like those memes that it's like you're the person pours their soul out and the person writes back like K. That's literally what it was. I was like, I'm in. I have screenshots somewhere. Yeah, I think it was more like I was just kind of nervous and I like I knew you wouldn't be like Tara, you're fucking dumb. But like at that <laughs> point in time, not everyone and their dad was starting a podcast yet. It's true. So yeah, so yeah, I was nervous. It's fine, but yes. It was a very weird concept <laughs> for, like, people yeah. in my life. They're like, what are you doing? Oh, you're doing radio. No, I'm doing a podcast. Well, what's a podcast? Well, we record things and mm-hmm. we upload them. So it's radio. I'm like, do you not? <laughs> like, some people I'd be like, do you not know how fucking radio works? Like, that's just mostly right? live. Oh, God. Some of it's syndicated, but most of it is live. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how that happened. And we did have a third host. She had to step back. And then she was going through some live stuff. So she did not come back. And then we thought it was witty to make the third spooked girl our ghost. And our logo, who you may not know, is the Bell Witch, our favorite Mm -hmm. fucking ghost. So, yeah, that's why we kept it. (laughs) Big fan of Kate. Yes, we love her. Okay, so our next question from Shannon Lee. Oh, I feel like this is like a Sarah question. Sarah, you can upload the info. 
on this one. <laughs> We're just going to like, like right now, it's just going to be like insert audio from our friend Sarah. Oh, I meant like in the group, just random pageant. It's mm. fine. Okay. Oh, no, this is this is for us too. But I just, I saw some key words and I was like, oh, Sarah. Or like what type, <laughs> what rituals do you ask Sarah? <laughs> That's the ritual. Right. So she asked, what type of protection or cleansing items or rituals do you use for yourself, your home, and your family? I can actually answer that. Originally had paranormal in mind for this question, but I'm also curious about what you do, if anything, about protection against potential ooh, potential murderers or if all of your research on evil people has affected your sense of security. Okay, let's break. That's that's like two very good questions. I can hit. I can ask that question. Okay, go ahead. I will answer both of those. But go ahead and answer what you would like to answer from that. Okay, so as far as like protection against potential murders, I am more heightened when I'm walking around, and I've always been like one of those people who kind of get a sense of people, like if they're dangerous or not. I pay attention a lot more. My husband, because we talk about murders and stuff, has thought, which makes sense because we talk about cases that people get out on, like, you know, and he's like, what if someone tracks us down and you've called them like an evil fucking bastard? And I'm like, well, so we have one of those bars that you like put up against the door mm-hmm. to like protect us. And then it's just kind of like one of the things I do this is a traveling tip, is everywhere you go, have a person that you send all your location shit to. If I'm getting in an Uber, if I'm traveling, I screenshot my Uber, send it to my husband. Mm-hmm. And I do it to, I send it to Tara a lot too. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I don't think Thomas will turn it in. And he'll be like, I don't know what these texts are. But Tara will be like, here are all the texts, where she was going. Just be like common sense. A lot of these things, like I'll hear people who they're like, I don't know, like we live in a time where, yes, it would be great To be like, yeah, you can walk down the street by yourself at night. And that's what I'm hoping for my children's generation that we can kind of like curb that. But there are a lot of people out there who are mentally ill, too, who, you know, take things too far. So I protect myself by being aware. I used to carry pepper spray. A police officer that both Tara and I know gave me pepper spray once because I was a pizza delivery driver and he was scared for me. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, there's different ways. I also pray when I'm really afraid. I know that's like a weird thing because I'm like so, seems so anti-religious, but like sometimes it's just like that. Well, you're still like a spiritual person, so. Yeah. yeah. But having that like connection to something where you're like, please protect me, like and asking for it mm-hmm. kind of soothes me. And a lot of like, sometimes I'm like over-exaggerate. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to like grab something out of his pocket and he like pulls out a chapstick. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, just kidding. Uh, Got chap lips. Okay. All right. Well. For the cleansing protection question, both of us have tons of like crystals and protective jewelry that Sarah, who I've already mentioned, has sent us that we've done. She sent me cleansing sprays and stuff. I used to have a lot of activity in my old house. So she sent me stuff before. I've also used Palo Santo in my new house. Basically, it's like if you don't know what it is, it's essentially another alternative. Like a lot of people, we always say the like sage your life thing, but like, Let's be real. A lot of times that's not harvested ethically and it's also very endangered. So it's a good alternative to use. So I do use that. And then I did like my ancestry stuff and I found out it's actually connected to me. So I thought that was really cool. So I use all of that. And as far as the other question goes for like murder, crazy, scary, that kind of shit. I have the same door jam thing. We have those too. (laughs) (laughs) We are also firearm owners we are responsible and legally firearm owners i will say that we are smart we have safes all of that good stuff Mm -hmm. so 
certain parts of Anchorage can can get really sketch, especially if I'm by myself. And it's sad because it's like you think you could go to Walmart and be fine. But there's like been a lot of stuff in the last, I don't know, probably further back than this, but like at least five years or so where people are trying to like snatch women or kids and stuff. Mm. So, you know, in certain places where it's appropriate, I do conceal carry legally. As far as that goes, I also have always walked with my keys in between my fingers because they say do that because if you got to like punch somebody, fucking punch them in the fucking eyeball with your fucking keys and things like that. And I'm always aware. And then also the other thing, too, if anyone's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be an asshole about the fucking conceal carry thing. There's also wildlife here. So just saying, not saying I'm going to shoot down a bear or a moose, but like you can like, as Jessica has explained in other episodes, shoot as like a deterrent and not hurt them, you know, and things like that. So, yes. So there's that. And then as far as has it affected my sense of security, I would say no, because like I think we've both been very aware of there are very bad people in this world since a very young age. So I think it's just something us personally, we've grown up knowing. So it hasn't made any kind of bad view on the world. Yeah, I agree. I mean, as far as like the concealed carry thing, I think there are people out there who can responsibly own guns mm-hmm. and responsibly carry them. And Matt and, and Tara are both very responsible people. They've done the trainings. They've done, you know, they keep their guns safe. We live in a very scary world and I could definitely see how somebody in Alaska might have their guard down because it's like, you know, it's Alaska and it's so close to like Anchorage is right on the water. Mm -hmm. So a very easy place to abduct someone and immediately put them on a boat and be gone Mm -hmm. for a while before a lot of people may notice. So it makes sense. I also know that Tara is not going to shoot to kill (laughs) shoot to kill someone. So like, (laughs) please don't come at her. Yeah, it's not a big thing. Yeah, there are a lot of really responsible gun owners in America. I don't. If you're not a responsible gun owner, I will let you know. I'm that person. So the fact that like I have had ample knowledge of Tara and her family's gun, (laughs) and I have never been like, "Mm -mm, you know, like because I grew up with guns. My parents had them. You know, so I. I trust people who make smart decisions with their with their firearms. Yeah. The very thing is, is like, you know, and I just have to like be like, hey, hey me. And everyone's gonna be like, oh, God, mine's like a cute mint blue. My favorite color one, too, by the way. So just saying it's very cute. <laughs> when she sent it like she sent me a picture. I was like, oh, I said to my husband, I was like, they come in cute things now. And I have a friend who like makes custom guns. Yeah. And I think it's so cool. Like he does like the custom handles and things like that. And mm-hmm. so I live next to a gun range. Like I think proper gun ownership is fine. Yeah, 100%. Not all dims are coming for your guns, people. <laughs> okay, so this one's from Tiffany. She said, oh, this was for me only. Tara, where are you moving to? Is it closer to Jess? Is it with Jess? Yeah. No, I'm still in Alaska. I just moved to a different town because my husband retired from the military. So we just moved somewhere a little bit that's more small town and stuff. And I love it. And we've been here for a couple in in our time. We've been here a couple weeks. By the time you guys hear this, it'll be a couple months. Yeah, no, it's just been a good time. It's been a good time. So no, not closer to Jessica. I'm still bugging her every day to move here. So it's fine. Moving on. It's to the (laughs) point, guys, where my mother-in-law is a little worried. (laughs) She keeps making anti, like, Alaska pledges. I do love that someone thought, like, you were going to move to me, like, move with me. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) 
That would be amazing. We always dream of being neighbors. And whenever we see like the BFF TikToks where it's like, going to my best friends for blah, blah, blah. And they walk like cross street. We're like, one day. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened. Okay. Our next question comes from Claudia. And Claudia asks, which case has made you lose sleep? Hmm. I think anything with a child kind of like disrupts my sleep pattern. Our very first, when we very first roughest sound ever. (laughs) I was recording in an open office. It was horrible. We did Black Eyed Children and that fucked me up for like a couple weeks to the point where my husband was like, because at that time we were only doing Paranormal. He was like, I don't know if you could do the show. Like, (laughs) You've slept staring at the door (laughs) (laughs) and just like waiting for them to come. But I don't know. Trying to think of the cases that really keep me up are the ones that involve children because, like, all murder is bad, but there's like this whole other level when it becomes a child. Mm-hmm. And it seems like for us, like, when we get a child case, it's like then everyone wants us to do more children's cases. And we're like, do you just want us to be sad? <laughs> So for me, it's pretty similar. It's usually kid cases that will fuck with me. Paranormal stuff, even stuff that's like creepy when I'm researching it, I can still sleep fine. It don't bug me too much. So when I'm scarring y'all with like Zozo and the bathroom ghost, like I'm fucking fine. (laughs) I'm just saying. Right. I think right now, just because it's like what I'm doing right now. So I'm going through the Gabriel Fernandez case for TikTok in current time and it's just it's one of those that it's like not only was the victim a child but it's like there was so many adults who could have prevented this and didn't it just it breaks my heart so much and it makes me so mad and it makes me want to like go adopt 500 fucking kids right now like you know that have to deal with horrible horrible things in the system and I know like some people some kids are lucky and they you know they get good families and what have you and I'm not saying like Mm -hmm. everyone who does this is bad because I know people who do this who do foster care and stuff and they're fucking fantastic humans but at the same time there are monsters out there and it's even more appalling when it's their biological family too that is doing these things to them you know right so it just it just uh it's just tough it's just tough i get those too and like and then i start looking on like the adoption websites mm-hmm. and i just want to adopt like all of them mm-hmm. i know god especially the older kids that like people want babies yeah and they forget that an 11 year old needs to be taken care of too I know. If I just randomly show up with a kid one day, it's because, <laughs> as my husband keeps saying, I ordered it online. His exact words. Oh, my just, God. There's going to be a kid in our house, and you're going to have ordered it online. And I'm like, <laughs> maybe. All right. And this is kind of like the same feel. So our next question is from Jaden and says, what cases have you avoided doing? Love you guys. I don't know if we've really hmm. avoided there's there's know. been like a couple of times where we're like not mentally prepared mm-hmm. to do a case and we'll just be like, okay, we're going to push this off. Yeah. I know that we pushed Casey Anthony off. For like over a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we were like, we should just do it to like like rip the Band-Aid thing and then it turned into like a five-part series. <laughs> um, which is the other thing is that when you start researching these horrible tragic things at least the way at least our minds work is we want to know all of the answers so we're not going to just be like it's not going to be like wiki it's going to be like deep dives reading several different articles trying to figure shit out Mm, but like documents everything yeah mm, anything we can get our hands on yes we do i mean since we've started this i've read way more like court documents than i care to admit i'm trying to think i feel like there's a case i don't know 
there's just like there's some cases where we like read the content of it and we're just like we can't do that either for legal reasons like when you start researching a case and you realize that the person is like not convicted yet and they're out there suing people who are talking about the case like you can't we just can't do that Mm -hmm. Tara and I are normal people (laughs) we don't have like (laughs) like a fund behind us to like protect from that Mm -hmm. so I think we just like cases that just when we read them they just don't they don't hit us the right way that they should so we're like we'll we'll have to pass them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I don't think there's any besides like those reasons I don't think there's anything where we're like oh no we're not gonna do that but you know what I mean so like Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's just like we just one it's what information's out there how we vibe with it. I know it sounds lame, but it's true and things like that. So because like we get literally we have like hundreds of requests. So yeah, it just there's a lot. So we just sift the best we can. And then this one comes from Alex asking, how did you come up with the name of the podcast, particularly the three, which we already kind of explained that part, at least. And were there any other names left on the cutting room floor? Listener since October 2020, OG Spooksters may think this is a silly question. I don't think it's a silly question. So we already kind of explained the three part. Right. I don't think we ever talked about why we picked the name we picked. No. I mean, you can explain that. That's fine. (laughs) <laughs> essentially when there were three of us we were like what should we name the podcast and so there was su- there was some stuff thrown out there but it was like and it just it kind of all happened someone mentioned like like the two broke girls one of us threw out what about three spooked girls mm-hmm. and i think we threw out like three like haunted girls or three wicked girls and like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then it just like spooked girls felt right mm-hmm. so we went with that yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say like I was just getting hung up on the was there other names, and I'm like I don't even remember at this point. <laughs> Honest, honestly, the conversation was probably like five minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> it just sounds so just weird. Like, let's just because pick it's one. like okay, <laughs> the brand of our show. I know. Yeah, no, I just I think we just it was what felt right, and then when we went down to two, we had already like done merch and things like that, and we just sat back and thought we don't want to do this to our listeners and change the number. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. decided to keep the three and incorporate our favorite paranormal entity of mm-hmm. Kate the Bell Witch, which I think makes Tara and I both extremely happy when we see it. <laughs> and I like we just did what was it live stream for the cure mm-hmm. and we did the case for the Bell Witch. Mm-hmm. And both of us were like, we really hope she likes it. Like we hope that <laughs> she sees our depiction of her and is like, yes, yes. I like this. <laughs> yeah, I got I got the file of our live stream for that. So I'm gonna make time to go through it and put it up on Patreon so y'all can watch it if you want over those peeps over there. So our next question's from another Caitlin, a different one. And they said part of their question was what made us decide to sit down and start the podcast. We talked about that in my word vomit. It's fine. (laughs) Basically, how did it go to drawing board to weekly episodes, which we can talk about because how our original idea was to what we are now is completely different. Mm -hmm. And she says, love you, amazing girls, heart emoji. So when we started we were bi-weekly mm-hmm. because this was a whole new thing. And we were like, let's just start with that because that's what it is. And like just said, we were paranormal. When our third host left, we, her and I had to really sit down and kind of like reevaluate everything. We were like, okay, are we going to keep going? Like, what do we want to do? What do we want this to look like? You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And 
we did some episodes like we had done Waverly and like I think another one by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we were once it was like concrete, she wasn't coming back. We were like, let's do Lizzie Borden because that kind of ties in true crime because we talk about true crime all the time anyway and see how that feels and how it feels for our listeners we had at that point mm-hmm. and go from there. And then everybody fucking loved it. And they're like, yes, true crime, please. So that's where the whole like flip flop of paranormal true crime came from. And then as far as like bumping up to two a week, we started with the act when we did our recap on that. And that was only (laughs) that was only (laughs) supposed to be eight episodes. We were like, we're only going to do this eight episodes. I think we prefaced that and then totally give Matt the credit. Like we were coming close to the end Mm -hmm. of the act and we saw the excitement around the second episode. And Tara's husband was like, you know, maybe you guys should do it. Maybe you should do just current true crime cases and call it stabby snippets. And it was, you know, Matt has been a real like champ (laughs) in the podcast. Well, yeah, he named it. I came up with the idea to do the current, more current cases, or it kind of evolved to like our cases that couldn't be full episodes because there's just not as much info out there. But yeah, oh my God. Anytime I need like a name for something, I'm like, Matt, help me. He's really good at it. He's He's very good at naming things. Mm -hmm. He is. Ooh, okay. So two-part question. Mm. Megan asks, what is your go-to drink from Sonic and or, I say just and, Starbucks? It has been a hot minute since I've been to a Sonic. (laughs) Like the closest, oh God. I think the last time we went, we were, it was in Tracy. And I don't even remember. I got some sort of slushy, And I remember being very disappointed in it. Mm. Because I think I was like, you know, you're like, I'm going to be adventurous. And I went the Mm -hmm. wrong adventurous. (laughs) Oh, no. So (laughs) I don't have a go-to drink at Sonic. Actually, like, if I go there, I like to get, like, Dr. Pepper from there. Because I love, over the crushed ice. Because I love their crushed ice. Mm -hmm. So sometimes something like that. From Starbucks, I have... Obviously, I am a pumpkin spice latte girl. I have drank that since I was like, I don't know, since it came out mm-hmm. and I was old enough to drink coffee. <laughs> but as of late, I have been obsessed with the dragon drink. It is fucking delicious. And it's because it's summer, it's so soothing. And I like it because it's also non-dairy because it's coconut milk. <laughs> I love how many people don't realize like Starbucks is not really the milk friendly place. Like if you have allergies, a lot of stuff is cross. I used to work there. Shit gets cross contaminated all the time. Yeah. So be careful. And it's like, this is the moment where I get to talk about how people are like, I can't have one literal molecule of dairy. And then they order an extra large caramel frappuccino with whipped cream. And you're like... You know, whipped cream in the thing, bottom of the cup. And you're like, you do realize that you've just killed yourself. This is death in a cup. I mean, whatever. They can live their best life. It's fine. Right now I am vibing the dragon drink. Or the pineapple matcha. Oh, I keep forgetting to try that. I haven't tried that one. So for me, for Sonic, there is one of their drinks, one of their like slushy deliciousness things that I used to get when I was pregnant when I lived in Colorado my friend Jennifer got me onto it it was like I don't even remember what it was all I remember it was like pink and it did have pineapple in it that's all I fucking remember and it pisses me off I cannot remember what the fuck it is if someone magically knows please tell me but I do like the classic cherry limeade I don't go very often either because only one in the state we're getting one in Anchorage but like the only one in the state currently is like an hour away so I'm like I've only been a couple times so 
there's that, but I do like cherry limeade. And then from Starbucks, I do like the dragon fruit thingy. I don't get coconut milk because I'm not a coconut person, except for the Girl Scout cookies. That's the only thing coconut I'll ever have. (laughs) (laughs) I get it with lemonade. I like that. That's a recent thing for me. But I also like an iced caramel macchiato with extra caramel. But to be honest with you, I like more mom and pop shops, coffee huts, coffee stands versus Starbucks, if I'm being honest. Mainly only go to Starbucks because my kid always wants a fucking cake pop. And I'm like, all right, fine. So that's when I'll get that stuff. (laughs) They have unicorn cake pops right now, by the way. Don't tell her that, please. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Messenger. Tell your mom you want cake pops and unicorns. Uh, Okay. So our next question is from Jasmine. And Jasmine asked, would you rather be chased by Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, or Ghostface and why? I mean, would I rather be chased by any of those people? No. I mean, they all are like weapon-wielding psychopaths. I mean... I guess Jason, because, like, I feel like some people escape. Yeah. I mean. Okay, that's fair. They make sequels with people from the previous movies, so. Yeah, I don't know, but I know there's, like, isn't there some kind of, like, supernatural thing with him or something? Doesn't he have some kind of power, supposedly, in some movies? (laughs) I don't know. Like, I think Michael Myers is just, like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to be chased by any of them, because chasing means (laughs) that I'm going to have to run. (laughs) And I am not prepared at this moment to just run from some some psycho. Yeah. Ugh, it's tough. I think I would say, though, Ghostface, because, yes, in most of the movies, it's multiple people, but they're normal humans who typically get mm. killed in the films. So it gives me confidence that I could take them down. And they don't have any, like, crazy powers or, you know, it's not like Freddy Krueger where he's in your fucking dreams. So, you know, that's who I go with. <laughs> and I didn't realize that, like, Johnny Depp was in... Yeah. One of the Freddy Krueger yeah. movies. Like, I just didn't, like, I don't know why. It's like crybaby status, Johnny Depp, but like, yeah. it's like, what? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Rebecca asks, what's the most interesting place you've ever visited in the U.S. or not? I have not had the opportunity to leave the U.S., though I would love to visit Scotland, Ireland, and England, the trifecta islands, I call them. What would y'all's fantasy destination be? It does not have to be spooky, or it can if you would like. Oh God! Well, I've I've been to I've been to Europe. I've been to a concentration camp, which I think is something that a lot of people in their life choose not to do. It was a school trip; like I couldn't not go, and it was pretty fucking oppressive. So I think Austria, like one, I'm a huge, huge Julie Andrews fan. Right, love her, and the fact that I've been to like if you've seen The Sound of Music the hall that they sing at at the end. Like I've been there and like I've touched the wall where she's touched. So like, like, oh my God, (laughs) that was pretty interesting. And it was cool because you got to see like all the other aspects of that theater. It's not just like that outdoor like auditorium. It was like a actual theater that had an outdoor auditorium, Mm -hmm. which was covered. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is, are we really still considered outside now? Cause like, that's a definitely a room. (laughs) I'm not as well-traveled. The only other country I've been to is Canada, which I love Canada. Don't get me wrong. I would love to go back and visit sometime. But I feel like just kind of like thinking about it, the most interesting place I've been to is it was also a school trip. When we went to Washington, D.C., this was way back when you could still get do a tour of the White House. Mm. And I've done that. And that's not a thing anymore. So I feel like that's kind of cool. I don't know. But yeah. 
Like I've lived in a lot of states and been to a lot of places. I think my other favorite place for me is Fenway Park for obvious reasons. And uh, just Boston's an amazing city. So those are probably my interesting ones. But I would absolutely love to go to Europe, go to my husband's family is like super Sicilian. So we are hoping to go do a trip one day, like literally his grandparents like moved to America type of shit. So yeah, I want to go over there. And I also want to go to like Ireland and Scotland too, because they just they're so beautiful. Oh my God. I just want to go everywhere. Right. <laughs> Katie asked, how has your lives changed since doing the podcast? (laughs) I spend more time researching (laughs) serial killers now for sure. And not just for fun. (laughs) I don't know. I think Tara's life has probably changed a lot more than my life has. One day we're hoping that like we'll both be able to do this full time and whatnot. Also, I think it is, is that I kind of have to watch myself online. I can, you guys know I can get ranty. And so sometimes like, I feel like I do have to kind of watch myself because I never want to like accidentally offend someone who listens to the show by something that I believe in. So sometimes I like, I've watched what I say a lot. Like Tara's known me a long time and I've never really like held back. But just because for the, you know, the show, I I want to, you know, I want our show to be professional. And so I, I watch what I say. At least I try. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Always a success. I mean, it's not like you're trying to to do anything malicious or hurt anybody. And, you know, like if there was ever a time where it was like that, you would, you know, acknowledge that. And I would, too. So, you know, you know, we have certain personalities not everybody likes and that's okay. Right. You guys obviously like us because you're still listening to this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's definitely changed between this and TikTok. It's just a lot. I do this and that full time. It's just I don't know. I'm just that person that like I don't like talking about it. I feel like weird about it. And when people ask me what I do, I try to not tell them. And I know and it's not because I'm like, oh, God, it's just like I don't like bragging about myself in any way shape or form if that makes any sense to anybody i mean it makes sense to jessica because she fucking knows i'm a basket case but like everybody else in the world yeah like i i do this full time and i do tiktok full time it just it's really weird so many of you guys in such the best way that you guys listen to us and so many of you guys follow me on tiktok it's just it's mind-blowing because like we both came from very small towns yes we both live in like major cities now but it's like i always think back to that and i just i can't wrap my brain around it like literally the town i grew up in had less than eight thousand people so like it's just very fucking weird but in a good way and i feel very lucky especially because like with the pandemic that happened like if i still had my office job i had before i quit things would have been so different because my kid was virtual school like many of you's your kids have been or are yeah so it's definitely changed for the best and i'm very grateful and yeah i love you guys and we're gonna move on to the next question now (laughs) potato this question requested to be called potato Mm, potato (laughs) for jessica (laughs) if you had the opportunity to solve a case what would it be oh god for me instantly like heather elvis I mean, we, we already know who did it. I want justice in the fact that I want them put away. Mm-hmm. I think there's so there are actually so many cases that are just, like, unsolved. Mm-hmm. 
out there. I think any, I don't know, my heart bleeds because like I want any mother who is like trying to figure out what happened to their child, whether that child is a child or an adult, mm-hmm. to have answers. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I want them all solved. Right. I know. Kristen Smart was a big one for me. Thankfully, she is getting justice this year. So I am so fucking pumped about that. True. But to kind of pick like a one most people would probably pick at this point, Zodiac Killer is another big one because that's that person has affected so many families and so many victims. It's just like, we got Golden State Killer. Let's get this bitch. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. A thousand percent the technology today like i will be amazed with if in the next five years we don't know who the zodiac is mm-hmm. i think it's just gonna take a lot like a, it's gonna take law enforcement going we have to solve this case and i think that yeah i think that sfpd wants it solved for sure because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's on their books i think work together north bay yeah. literally okay if you could have a celebrity guest on the podcast who would it be and why can I have more than one? Because one, sure. Paul Holes, for fucking sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to start. We're starting a new thing, guys. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna try to remember to say, for the love of our father, Paul Holes, like <laughs> when things are like insane. <laughs> I think for true crime, definitely him. For paranormal, I know people are going to be like, really? I either want <laughs> Zach Baggins or I want, what's his name? Jesse Haas. Is that his last name, Haas? A Jay Haas. I don't know why Jesse. I'm so narcissistic. That's me. <laughs> My name's Jesse. That was like, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I think I would want him on the show and just for shits, Dak Shepard for sure. Mm, yeah, that'd be fun. Well, besides Paul Holes, I think it would be fun to have Bailey Sarian on the podcast. Agree. Agree. I love her. She's a fun, fun person. She's a fun person. For paranormal celebrities, I would go with either Nick or Aaron for mine. It'd be so fun to have all three of them on the show. <laughs> I know. It'd be so fucking funny. All right. So the next question is, do you think Ed and Lorraine Warren ever faked any cases to make, quote, bank off the satanic panic era? Oh, for sure. Oh, fuck yeah. What was that one we fucking debunked with the Snedekers? What, what one was did that? What movie did that inspire? Was it The Haunting in Connecticut? Yeah. Was it that one? Yeah, that one for fucking sure. I do believe Lorraine was a medium. Yes. But I think Ed was uh, very opportunistic with things. And yeah. Oh, for sure. Sadly, yeah, I think that I did. think there's probably a bunch of like small cases that aren't really widely mm-hmm. known that they took advantage because mm-hmm. they charged people, right? Like for shit. I'm pretty sure they did. Probably. I would assume, yeah. Well, probably like donation mm-hmm. type thing, but like. I don't know. Ed is just, no. Lorraine, I think she was a medium and he took advantage of her, her gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okie dokie. We got some more. Okay. If you could redo any of your episodes, whether it's a full episode or a stabby, what would you pick and why? I know this, people are going to be like, what? I think I would want to redo the Golden State Killer one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think because... After, like, his quote-unquote trial, after he, like, confessed and everything, I wish we had, like, done a start to finish then, because then we could have talked about, like, all his charges yeah. and whatnot. I still need to do one, but, like, I don't know. Just part of me is, like, <laughs> I wish we had done it from the beginning to end. Right. about you? I'm actually scrolling through episodes right now, because I'm like, I don't know. Let's see. Let me go. I mean, like, Lizzie Borden, only because I want the audio to yes. be better. Yes. 
Oh, I think we gosh, did yeah. a good job. I just think like now I'm like, let's do better. Yeah, that would be a fun one to revisit. I think I don't even remember all the cases we did like in our OG days, but I know there's a couple I would like to redo. Waverly for mm-hmm. sure. That would be a cool one to redo. I think that's really I don't know. My brain is like fucking not functioning. I started getting up early, guys, to be more productive and my body's still adjusting. But yeah, I think like Lizzie and Waverly would be great to redo. And probably I'm sure we could pick out some other ones from the from the feed. I think what would be cool too is like if we ever have the opportunity to like go to some of these haunted locations mm-hmm. like the Queen Mary and Stanley and stuff and then do like an updated episode with like what our experience was like, whether we saw anything, did not, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I think that would be so cool. I agree. So, yes, yes, I love it. All right. And then we're going to wrap up with a fun question. <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush, Jessica? Oh, my God. I have so Crushes. Many. <laughs> my celebrity crush, Jesus. I have so many. It's, like, not appropriate. Like, <laughs> I mean. Do, like, five. <laughs> okay. Well, obviously, I talk about Dak Shepard, like, all the time and I like and here's the reason it's not because I look at him I mean he's a very attractive man but I like love the fact that he thinks therapy is a good thing and that he thinks that like marriage he's not one of those celebrities who are out there who's like marriage is easy you just spend time with each other and like you know love each other up no he's like no you gotta work you gotta like Mm -hmm. do that you gotta do it like Mm -hmm. the work to have a successful marriage so Mm -hmm. I think that's really attractive I mean obviously Chris Evans Mm -hmm. let's see who else that's two Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. Paul Holes is obviously a crush of mine. Like <gasps> he's beautiful. He is a beautiful man. <laughs> now I'm like, I have all these. Now I'm like, which ones are they? <laughs> Here's the thing. I've had a huge crush on Will Smith like my entire life. I think he is. Mm-hmm. He's beautiful. One, he's hilarious. He's an attractive man, but he's hilarious at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which I think is like hard because I think some people, when they're like really pretty, they're mm-hmm. like they're funny. Is that they're mm-hmm. really pretty, mm-hmm. and then. Now, today, a new crush. Didn't have this before, but I watched the Friends reunion today, and now I'm just like an adult David Schwimmer. I'm just like, okay, you turned out quite nice, mister. Like, <laughs> So I'm like, yes, okay. Oh. What about you? Like, lo- not low-key. Fucking, like, a- the minute I said this question out loud, my brain forgot every celebrity in it. what happened to me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, who? who? Who's a celebrity? It's a fucking. No, there's no celebrities, but it's a celebrity. I get that. Right. It's a fucking mess. Okay. Let me try to think. So it's okay. One's a two. Ooh, oh, oh, I have crushes on two couples that are married oh. <laughs> to each other. That's cool. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Okay. So Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are my number one. Oh, for that's that. good. Did you see their new house? Sorry. I did. Yes, I love it. I was like, I want this. Thank you. Let me be rich now. And then the other one is, fuck, I don't, what is her real name? Oh, Blake Lively. I wanted to call Uh, her. I did not think of those two. Her name in fucking Gossip Girl. I always call her that. It's like, yes, I always fucking call her that in my brain. Her and obviously her husband, Ryan Reynolds. There they are. They're beautiful. And their kids are so fucking cute. Oh my gosh. Their curly hair. I can't. It's so adorable. Anyway, that was not the fucking question. I like them. And I feel like there's another one that I'm like, I'm going to listen back to this after CK edits it. And I'm going to be like, damn it. Why the fuck didn't I say this person? Because hello, but I fucking cannot. Well, I'm having that right now with your celebrity crushes. I'm like, how do I fix mine? (laughs) 
Okay, so you did like five, so I'll do one more if I can think of one. I don't even fucking know. Shit. I just like everybody, apparently. I'll go with, I don't know what her real name, I can't remember her real name, but it's the girl who plays Veronica on Riverdale. It's like Cammy something. Yeah. Yes. I also like Cheryl too. I just, everyone on that show is so beautiful because then fucking the guy that was in the first Scream, he was in that. He's in Riverdale as Jughead's dad. And he has aged very well. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yes. He has. <laughs> We're just going to go on forever. It's fine. Here's the thing. <laughs> like, I think there's this like, Gen Z, you're going to, you're good. This is going to happen to you one day. There's like all of these got like these men and women that we like watched as t- like young teenagers. And we were like, they're attractive. And then we forget about them because they, <laughs> yes. can, they go do things that like aren't in like, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, that's you. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> like. I'm definitely like, yes. Yeah. We could go Hmm. on forever. It's fine. But (laughs) we're going to cut questions off there. So thank you for everybody who submitted those questions. We just want to say a huge thank you to you guys. You already heard my awkwardness, but like, honestly, I don't like attention and it freaks me out and I don't like like either patting myself on the back or nothing like that. I don't like any of that stuff because it just makes me have all the anxiety. It's fine. But you guys have definitely changed our lives. We love you all so, so much. And we are beyond grateful. We never thought we would get to a million downloads. That was like the pipe dream goal. And now here we are like today in our time. It's like we are well over that. And it's just it's so mind blowing. And we're just really happy that you guys love the Spookster community as much as we do. And you guys are always so, so nice and loving to us. We love you guys very, very much. Do you have anything to add? Sorry, I'm always really bad at these hands off. <laughs> <laughs> like, so bad. I, like, listen to you. I'm like, yes, yes. And then I'm like, oh, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tara is 100% right. When we first started the podcast, even when it was just she and I going out this by ourselves, we were like, if we hit like 50,000 downloads, that's going to be the most amazing thing ever. And, and then it is. Because of and you- it is. Yeah. And because of you guys, like that came and went and we were like, holy shit. And then when we hit half a million, we we're like, holy shit, holy shit. Hope Like we were freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then when we were getting close to a million, it was like every download that we got closer, I was just like, I can't believe people are listening to us because like <laughs> the reality of it is like Tara and I are sitting, well, we're not in the same room, but Tara and I are sitting here talking to one another mm-hmm. about shit that we already talked to each other about. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm so blessed. And, you know, I think it kind of still blows my mind. And mm-hmm. I too, like Tara, like get a little embarrassed sometimes like when people are like oh your show like my father-in-law is such a wonderful person who brings it up my boss tried to make us listen to an episode and I was like absolutely not like I am not gonna sit in a room with my peers and listen to me talk about someone who murdered someone no thank you or a ghost I can't do that but so there's not there are no real words to express how grateful I feel mm-hmm. for this platform that we get to just have fun and do together Mm-hmm. So you guys make it so that my best friend like this is literally how I feel. I'm going to cry. You guys make it so that my best friend and I can sit down, you know, a few times a week and just have us time. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's structured around a show, but like not a lot of best friends can say I get to spend this time with my other person mm-hmm. and just be ourselves. So, yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. 
We live in the dream, and it's all thanks to you guys. And we love you all so, so much. But we're going to quit now before we both start crying. Right. (laughs) Thank you guys, as always, for listening. We love you very much, and we hope you enjoyed this and learned some new stuff about us. So we'll see you on Thursday. Bye. Bye.